At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental, caught films, interesting documentaries, things like that. This is Matt. Hello, Mark Malik, who's here. Hello. Or you're there. Here I am. How, how many there I am. How many powers of 10 away are you from me? Like three? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. This, you know we're I think, not, we're, right? 10,000 miles ish. Yeah, I don't know. It's like three, right? Oh yeah, like you're four? you're doing you're actually thinking this through. That's oh, cool. I'm thinking of miles. That was the film is in meters, so I'm completely completely wrong. I don't know how many. Oh, if we do it in meters, that could be more fun. Okay, I mean you quickly get into <laughs> kilometers and bigger things and astronomical units. And this powers four point one. Movie. We'll say four point one. Four point twenty one gigawatts. What? Yeah, no, that's that's completely not what's in that movie. But no, right. What is in this movie called Powers of Ten? Powers of Ten. Wow, math sure is crazy, ain't it? Things go real fast when you are exponentially going faster. Where? Where are you going? Outward and then inward. Right. First, you examine the earth around you, and then you examine the relationship you have with your parents. That doesn't actually happen in the film. <laughs> it could have. Yeah, I, I guess that's the uh, the explanation. You, you don't ask yourself first. You ask yourself what's wrong with the universe. Then you ask yourself what's wrong with you, man. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing to exponentially make your life worse? Well, I mean, it's not like the Disney ride where you know, and then something horribly goes wrong. This one basically just goes way on out and way on in. Yeah, I. It was um, kind of startlingly fast <laughs> overall. I I'd, I'd say. Yeah, I think uh, I can't remember it was 77 or 79 that this one was made. So, I mean, not that that has any bearing on anything, but I first saw this uh, as I wrote bopping around in a San Fran museum in 2003. And it, it, it you know, it stuck in my head. Right. So uh, I had not seen this before. I don't remember how I searched it out, but uh, what what is it? I, I guess it's a museum film. It's kind of a kind of an art film but yeah it's more like a science i saw it in a science museum so i assume it's a science museum film i think i was kind of bothering you to do some kind of relativity like quantum physics type things and this is you know definitely in that realm this breaks the laws of physics though by um going way past the speed of light yeah that is true yeah so there's that because it takes what like two minutes to get to the edge of the universe well, you know, you don't have to. Turns out we don't have to travel the speed of light. We just have to travel the speed of a camera lens, man. Yeah, camera lenses need, are faster in light. Need the camera lens. Just physics are just, laws of physics are just there to to make you not notice all the crazy shit that goes on. All the cool yeah, stuff breaks the laws of physics. Yeah, like uh, like air travel, right? Expansion. You're not that supposed to be there. You're not supposed to be in Japan. 
Right. You're not supposed to be there, man. Your ancestors weren't even supposed to have met. Right. Okay. Mine neither. The expansion thing where like, uh, you know, like, oh, well, after the Big Bang, everything moved faster than the speed of light. It's like, well, you can't say that if you say nothing moves faster than the speed of light. That is true. (laughs) It's, you know, we're still kind of on the in the early stages of understanding that stuff, even as much as we were able to make a bomb out of it really quickly. But we still don't really understand. (laughs) We don't understand how all that stuff works that well. How many people on Earth truly understand the theory of relativity now? I one percent. I don't know. That's a good question. That's I feel like several million. I feel like, That's pretty good. I, f- I feel like it's less than fifty percent of the people who I know who can even spell relativity. Just kidding for <laughs> all my friends who no, are I'm listening. Just- they're going to be storming your your <laughs> um, You bastard! Yeah, With it's okay. You don't have to spell it. Podcast. You don't have to spell right. It. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to pretend that 50 percent of my friends would listen to a podcast that someone would be on that they know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Anyway, I was just I think Einstein was like, oh, only there's like five people on the planet that truly understand it, right? But he said that in like the 50s. So maybe a few more people do now. Can I've you only- understand the theory of relativity without being able to spell it? The word, I mean. Sure. I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, there's certain intelligences that could do that. So. Yeah, I don't want to come on tell here. Tell them that is there. I don't want to come on here to be ableist. You know, you can be dyslexic and understand relativity. Right. Anyway, in terms of this movie, we start at this lame picnic. There's no alcohol. Dude's passing out. We're, we're, maybe he it's went like to the bar weirdly, and then they. Seems like weirdly horny, but that's I guess that's just the 70s. Everything was like that. <laughs> the 70s were horny, man. Yeah, man. Everybody's yeah, you, kind of like wrote, bronze and shiny. You wrote something about that, didn't you? Like, I wrote, your picnic is, is ruined in one second because it's now completely insignificant. Oh, okay. I I was getting on the horny end, but uh, yeah. I don't think I wrote I mean, your, about that. This has to be close to the place of the pizza pot pie, though. Or maybe it's Chicago. I mean, relative to the to where you are one second later, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's cool because it, it looked I mean, more affluent, relative right? to ten seconds. The... Relative to ten seconds later, you're inside the pizza pot pie, basically. You're yeah, that's where we should, the they should have. They should have based this film on a pizza pot pie instead, and at the end we'd be like entering the pizza pot pie. <laughs> wow, that would have been amazing. I don't know yeah. if they had one of those in '77, though. I bet that seems like a super '70s sort of restaurant, man. It it did, but it's just I think Chicago. I love Chicago. It's very '70s type of place. <laughs> it feels '70s. There's a. There's an Italian place close to me called it's called Carrot, right? And um it has a you know since nineteen eighty three sign on it. And when you go in, it looks exactly like nineteen eighty-three. Nice. I mean it's clean. It's not like fall and then it's clean, it's not falling apart. It's you know, I mean I guess there's maybe the colors aren't quite as vibrant as they may have been from sun damage, but it you know it looks like like yeah. Let's say Japan like, much like uh Japan looks a lot of Japan looks like the past, a lot like Chicago does, I guess. Just place with history. But also I, I live in a place where everything has just been torn down and replaced. Probably when yeah. you probably whenever you come back here, you won't recognize any of it. 
Correct. I, I realized I don't think I have my mental maps of the areas anymore either. Go on Google Earth and uh, have some fun I've with that. I've done that. Well, I'm not going uh. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You need to get the VR, man. You get the VR in the Google Earth and you can be like inside the Earth. Just like Powers of Ten. Did they actually refer to this as the Middle West? I missed that. I made a note starting from the Middle West, are we? So I'm guessing I wrote that because I said it. No one ever talks about the middle Midwest. Middle West. Maybe the Middle West. Midwest is fine, but maybe that's a uh, an ar- archaic term now. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought 70s. that was fine because you know it's like there's the Middle East, but there's yeah the seventies in a completely different universe. I guess technically it is. So Chicago um, is exactly one see. power of ten away from Saudi Arabia. And then we see the whole Earth sphere. I said the Earth sphere looks fake as hell. That means we must live on a flat plane. Yeah, I, I miss that being funny. Mm. We we only have like oh, it's not that funny. It just is. It's just clearly you know not. <laughs> I mean, was, we only have like funny. that one photo. We only have that one complete photo of the Earth. Like everything else is like composite. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's kind of because it's that Apollo blue marble photo that is legit, and everything else is is BS. Oh, you know, it's the it's said, effects, effects, effects are legitimate. It's just, it's a it felt like a solid representation. I didn't, um, I wasn't thinking to myself at any point during this film like, oh man, that galaxy's so fake. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe they expect us to believe that we're outside the galaxy. Yeah, really. I mean, come on. You know, James Cameron gets this kind of footage. <laughs> yeah, he has to go to he has to go to the Avatar planet. Wait, what is it? Nam Namco? What is yeah, that that's right. Called? <laughs> <laughs> Bandai Namco. Um, Pandora. We just, Pandora? Is that it? I, yeah, I think. Yeah, they should have called that movie Pandora. Pa- no, Papyrus. Papyrus? Oh yeah, yeah Papyrus. Of course. <laughs> Then I wrote, they actually talk about Venus. I wrote, Venus is the penis planet swinging wide into greater orbits. I, my my head just ended up getting turned around backwards, and I was just like, wait, 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 wait we're going too fast. <laughs> like, whoa, hit, hold on. You can hit the pause and start, you know, going like slow motion if you want. Of course, then you wait, get really? 50. I guess you could do that. Slow it down if you felt like it. That's, uh, that's joking. I, but I, then I it would make that. your. I, but I didn't. But I didn't know. <laughs> it would have made it like fifty. Sorry, you know, I just woke up. I, I have no I don't understand okay. sarcasm anymore. I've lost my my uh sarcasm meters. It's they, okay. We all spend too much time on the internet. We just don't do it in Japan, you know? Let's see. Um wait, oh yeah, yeah I guess there isn't any sarcasm in Japan. Right. That also blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I've lost completely lost my propensity for it. Um wow. But uh, then they, I, I do like that there's like blood feast organ as you're going through the cosmos. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, uh, if you think about the existential uh, implications of the whole thing, it, it is like terrifying. It was like overwhelming, more, probably more overwhelming than the inner part of it, which was also kind of overwhelming, but not, not. Well, that was not very same, underwhelming. Very, very, very underwhelming. Because well, you're so still small. in, you're still in Chicago the whole time. 
exactly so <laughs> um these still in the this, middle west this is the documentary that can't see the stars for the trees yeah i i, I it's well, too bad we didn't get a shout out to the uss voyager as we crossed the milky way i uh just started watching it like literally today i just started watching that show okay coming off of d space nine it's, it's a little iffy it's got some good ones but um it's it's it definitely would, more milk toast it feels a lot more like hey this is star trek we're gonna cram a bunch of star trek into your star trek however gotta say any of d space nine uh kind of dumb it was weird I, I i loved i ended up loving the war stuff but like 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 the pa wraith like seriously like do we seriously have like just like good versus evil aliens like shooting lasers at each other i haven't gotten to the end end yet so oh sorry i, mean, I, mean, I thought I, you no, already I, watched it oh i saw like 10 years plus oh. but it's, it's not like i haven't seen it i just haven't seen it recently and i don't quite remember what happened so what you said didn't really ruin anything i mean <laughs> star trek had a laser battle you know it sometimes it does not as much as star there, wars but there's great like war stuff i usually hate war stuff i don't care about the war stuff in star wars but the war stuff in deep space nine i loved so i can't i can't even explain that really how about how about the third matrix movie hated it i hated okay. all of it okay just curious i don't i don't uh, i actually yeah, I, but that I, that's a case where I don't hate the sequels completely. I mean, I understand that it's good, but but the thing about the third Matrix movie is that the antagonist is entirely just a bunch of like like CGI pattern gear patterns flying around squid squid gears. Yeah, you know, that's true. Was, I don't really care for a faceless antagonist except for that uh, whatever that Tom Cruise movie is called was pretty good because faceless protagonist. Baseless protagonist. No, um, end, <laughs> end of end of living, die, repeat of tomorrow. Oh, live, die, all repeat. You is, all, all you need, you need is, is live, kill. die, and kill, and repeat in Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> that oh, was kind of cool because it had some uh, good character stuff for the. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to find my my Blu-ray. That one actually does say "All you need is kill." <sighs> that's the only real title, isn't it? Not yeah, yeah, it would have probably done so much better aside from that. Here, I know I don't think anyone actually watches these, but yeah, see here now. Now that's that's how you make it look awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard um, they want to make a sequel, but somebody said it was too expensive. So I guess they're well, not. They need when they need to launder enough drug money, they can uh, make the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that was our talk. When, 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 that's how Hollywood works, right? They're all just laundering drug money all the time. Well, I think Scientology has its own uh, has its own special rules. It's just like when they find the uh, lady in the basement, then it's probably all over for them. <laughs> they probably find more than one in the basement. Um, yeah, they they didn't. Back to the powers of ten. They didn't mm -hmm. put um uh, they didn't put us on the edge of the Milky Way. They had us in like a central location, which that doesn't work. That that is true. It's just I think it's just this thing where they where the symmetry is so much easier to uh to make it it felt a lot more like a like an exercise in visuals than yeah it, it was almost like too fast to be educational and i i figure that probably the case is that someone was like you can only keep people's you can only hold someone's attention for like four minutes so you have to go this fast <laughs> 
but um yeah so i get it's, it's as it feels above, strange so yeah it feels it feels very strange to critique something from the 70s is moving too fast for me to <laughs> take it in but that that is how it felt we get into the sleeping dude you know uh, where is he though he's he's not anywhere in this in this um zoom out he's sleeping he's in the land of nod which he is has to be asleep universe. they they put him on con they put him out so they could go inside of his skin right so we all get ugly when you look up close don't we it was very white for a minute or very beige <laughs> and then yeah. it was then it was very uh very weird and jittery now if they made this film now i guess i would try and get quantum i f feel like they might but it also i think it would look worse if they made it now frankly it would look worse um it would just all be cg you know so uh, there's some connection between there was like an Eames logo when this started. I was like, is that the same company who made all the fancy expensive chairs? Like that's what it seemed like from a one second internet search. You know what I'm talking about? The furniture, the furniture that you can't afford. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, again, if you keep in mind, their um, modernist stylist seems to make sense that they they'd make this. That's just really cool that you, you can make a chair and then you can make this documentary. Themes lounge chair. I'm just pulling up a photo because I think I saw your nose when I was on the train or something. You'll probably yeah. you'll probably remember like one friend you had one time having one chair in their house like that. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever met someone who had an entire set of those, but maybe somebody right. has. Maybe maybe it's the one friend of mine who's listening to the podcast will let me know that they have a full set. Yeah, their 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 main jam was furniture. It seems. It's Charles and Ray Eames, with Ray being his wife. Ray's the oh, okay. That's that, 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 that was a plot twist. They also worked in the fields of industrial and graphic design, fine art, and film. Okay. So they were creative nice. partners. So that's, yeah, you follow your bliss, I guess. So, you know, they got into some weird stuff. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't uh, recall ever really having seen a film that was made by someone who was known for designing furniture. I don't know. Unless I'm just missing, unless maybe Salvador Dali made a chair or something. I, I don't know. Here's a cool <laughs> he one. There's the, um, there's the IBM Mathematics Peep Show. Hmm? I, that sounds that. vaguely familiar. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, they got lots of, yeah, they made a ton of movies. Um, Okay, uh, uh, Powers of Ten was made in 1968, released in 1977. That's interesting. So we were actually looking at the 60s. Oh, well, someone commented on, uh, on the YouTube video that it was a remake, but I, didn't, I couldn't find anything about it. So probably whoever said it was a remake just didn't understand that it was a reissue. Okay, um, let's see. The first film, a rough sketch for a proposed film. A rough sketch for a proposed film dealing with the powers of 10, the relative size of things in the universe, was a prototyping completed in 1968. The second film, Powers of 10, a film dealing with the relative size of the blah, blah, was completed in 1977. So it's a sequel? And these are adaptations of the book Cosmic View. No, it's, it's kind of like a, a completion. Okay. Like, like the first one's just a sketch version and... This is a final version. I have not seen the sketch version, so um, I could. Interesting. I, I should probably. Do
do this before I'm like actually on on the clock, uh, so to speak. But let's see. Inst- like oh, they the actually they did play the first one in a museum as well. And yeah, it, this is straight up a museum film. It feels like something you might see in class, but it also feels like something that's so short that they. It it does actually feel like a museum piece because if you go back to the seventies, sixties, seventies, and eighties, you would. If you were yeah. showing something in your class, you'd have to like queue up the film and all that. So you probably wouldn't want to do that for something that was just a few minutes. You want at least fifteen minutes out of this shit, yeah. Uh, although but it could there, it could loop at a museum, and that would make sense. Actually, there are some. Uh, I'd say a lot of the elementary school or a you know the films pointed to elementary students do run about 10 minutes a lot of the time because um i'm trying to remember how we watch films because yeah and you too and you know the first second grade they were definitely running that old school eight millimeter projector or 16 or whatever it was yeah we both went to cab county so they had like the least amount of money i think uh i i, I took driver's ed in 1993 and they were definitely showing some films for that Oh yeah, those are awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish I could find that one I was talking about with the railroad tracks. Well, yeah, keep it, keep keep on the search, I guess. Um, here's one I'll run by you. That I have a fading memory of. Does this ring a bell? It's uh, kids being transported into a desert, and there's a giant big top. Maybe. Hey, if anyone's listening, that sounds like something. I would have seen that in like 1985, and I'm guessing the film is probably like late 70s, early 80s vintage. Well, you know, the good thing about doing uh, the series, or not series, this podcast about the films that you're doing it about is that eventually you're going to be attracting attention of people who like know everything about all of them. The film I'm looking for, future listener, is... uh, there was a, a film that was specifically about railroad track crossings and a, a man was on the railroad tracks with his family and the train was coming and and the man is just like, well, the train's just going to have to wait until I can move my car and the train hits the car and it explodes. Hey, I, I, think, I think I've seen this. Um, the Cosmic Voyage, a loose remake of Powers of 10 in IMAX form for the National Air and Space Whoa. Museum. I feel like that's got to that's got to blow your mind, man. And then of course, nice. uh it, it's just also mentioning the opening zoom in uh contact which yeah, that's similar too, I guess. Is in so uh, but saying it specifically was inspired by this movie. So the last time I was at the Air and Space Museum, I saw they were showing at the planetarium for I guess the first time they were showing uh they're projecting a type of film that just took up all of the the area of the planetarium so the video was just all over the place and it was about like background radiation did it have like uh, uh yeah yeah I've, I've actually seen that in japan um they have cool. one for it was for we saw like drymon that way it was like drymon goes you know travels through time as has he usually does you know drymon it was drymon again is that a pokemon no uh, no no he's 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 considered to be the mickey mouse of japan he's a robot cat from the future that doesn't have ears i'm sure if i saw that i would recognize it. I, I i'd recognize ampamon i recognize the egg what's the egg called the depressed egg you know what i'm talking oh, about gutama yeah gutama okay uh, yeah they they have a bunch of those in uh in uh 
skill uh, UFO skill cranes at the round one. So I'm like, well, what, oh, okay. No, I would, I would, I mean, Drymon's way more popular than your time. He's on Ampamon level, although any, most people listening to this don't understand what Ampamon level means. I actually am planning to do an Ampamon sh- uh, episode for this soon. Nice. <laughs> but it might be like fully in Japanese. I have to show it to someone who definitely doesn't know Ampamon. <laughs> You should, uh, yeah, do it fully in Japanese and then subtitle it in English, so we could. We could oh, I don't it. think. No, I don't think I can find the subtitles. It seems yeah, someone makes subtitle. No, the, the subtitle of your podcast. Oh, you're talking about the show would be. I thought you were talking about doing a podcast completely in Japanese. No, I can't <laughs> handle <Sorry>. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you will someday. You'll get there. The Ampamon episode is completely in Japanese, but uh, I will not. No. <laughs> anyway, the they're not. They're like twenty minutes. They're not that long. uh i've definitely watched uh was watching super milk chan when it aired in the u.s which it had a bunch of japanese pop culture in jokes that they just translated to english and and then we just laughed at it anyway crayon crayon shinchan is it is that Mm -hmm. that's yeah they um, just called shin it's just called shinchan here but yeah okay anyway because it that has really dirty jokes right yeah it does they they put it on adult swim i think yeah, because kids watch in Japan because they didn't translate a lot of those jokes. They just made dirty jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, that <laughs> like sounds like a brilliant marketing strategy. Yeah, like apparently it's a lot dirtier in English than it is in Japanese. Unlike, say, Battleship Yamato, which is much dirtier in Japanese because it has like the robot grabbing ass the whole time and stuff. I know there's there's definitely some like Dragon Ball Z stuff that I saw in the Japanese version that should not have I wish I hadn't even seen when like oh, there's Mr. Satan. That's fun. That's not. Yeah. There's just straight up like boob grabs, <laughs> un, like unsolicited, like sexual assault in that show. The, and it's just like, wow. Yeah, Space funny. Pal Ship Yamato has a bit of that too. So, yeah. <laughs> so the American cut, they, and then they cut out anyone being killed, which doesn't make sense in a sci-fi uh, space opera, but whatever. <laughs> I think uh, they did that even to Dragon Ball until like the late 90s. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, because the first time I watched Dragon Ball, I, Dragon Ball Z, I had no idea what was going on because they took all references to dead. Dead. There's a character who's just dead for like a year, and they're just like, he's training in another dimension, which didn't make any sense, really. <laughs> So uh your dog spot's not dead, he's just training in another dimension. It was it's just like, really confusing. Like and then dim- and then yeah, people kept threatening each other by being like, I'm going to send you to another dimension, which doesn't make any sense unless you understand that another dimension means dead. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like that's threatening enough. I'm gonna send you to another dimension. I, I guess, but if you think about it like 60% of sci-fi is someone getting sent to another dimension with no consequences. Right. Like, doesn't Voyager kind of get sent to it? <laughs> I guess not another dimension, but another quadrant. Dimension. Yeah. Another quadrant with no cons- no real consequences. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, as for powers of 10, blew your mind, I guess, too, too quickly. It was like... Too quick. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to critique it for being too quick, but you know, watch it, watch it a few times. If you haven't yeah. watched it, maybe uh, if you haven't ways. watched it, then you should probably should watch it before listening to the podcast. But it's too late now. It is, you know, it's an art piece. I mean, again, it's it's an art piece made by people that design furniture. That you know, kind of makes sense. 
Yeah, it's it's great as an art piece. I would honestly, um, it'd be pretty cool to have that on uh, looping at a party. And architecture too. The the Eames house is pretty trippy, and you know, old school futurism. So, (laughs) yeah, someday. I mean, someday when we're allowed to have parties again, which in Georgia we we've always been able to have parties. Nobody cares. You know, um, (laughs) be nice to have this on this uh, conversation piece, right? Um. Are you, you, you did you ever put music on your hoopty? When is this airing? I don't know, like late June, early July. Well, uh, you can probably find the film Snowblind, which I've scored on the internet. It's playing at the Chattanooga Film Festival, which is virtual in the end of June, but I think it'll be available elsewhere sometime during the summer. Uh, you can catch me doing a panel at the southern fried gaming expo if you live in atlanta or if you're going to atlanta for that the weekend of uh, august 20th that one should be legit yeah (laughs) and uh, music will be up at some point but i'm still kind of in the process of putting everything back together okay this this is oral hygiene pod we're on facebook we're on twitter Uh, we actually are on youtube but this is the first time i've ever done anything in promoting it whatsoever so (laughs) The way I see if I actually watched one of these podcasts, I'd quit posting the video. I look really tired. Sorry, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> I am yeah. really tired. That's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, again, I just I never watch one. So <laughs> I've watched zero of not. my podcasts. But uh, I would not I, watch my own podcast. Some some people do it that way, right? So that's cool. Uh, I, mm-hmm. you know, like I say, I'm walking around in fields. So YouTube eats your uh, battery. And it doesn't make sense because you're not watching it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll start watching my own podcast whenever I get a ring light. I'll just start a GoFundMe for that sometime. <laughs> you know, the ring light to make you look better. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. You know, the thing. Yeah, I, I kind of know what a ring light is. I, <laughs> you I, know, I, that thing. That thing cle- it's a I'm, ring. It's a light. <laughs> I'm clearly not using one on myself. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you look better than I do. I don't know where I don't know how to do lighting when I'm just I'm just living somewhere else right now. So I, you can't do that. OK, well, I'm going to send you into another dimension. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.